0: Okay, I love the NFL, but I am not a fan of this whole. Dallas Godert is going down. Gets a face mask from what's what was his name? Jawan Man? Is that what did I did I say his name right? Yeah, I, I want to make sure I get his name right. Where definitely J- 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 Jamon Davis, definite face mask. I have the picture up. Face mask. Ball gets stripped out. They call. They have to look at Alyssa. High five to you, baby. High five to you. She's coaching basketball 7th to 8th graders this season. I said I'd go to a game. But Godert is getting a face mask, and what do they review? They review the goddamn fumble. That was the face mask. I'm like, you got to be able to review everything. If the refs can't see it on the goddamn field, then you have to be able to review it. You have to. Because the refs can't see everything. They call it a pass interference penalty on Washington. And the field judge right there didn't call. The guy right there. But the guy down the field called pass interference. Because they said, oh, he's a better angle. Then what's the point of having a ref right there if he doesn't call the goddamn penalty? Same thing with this shit. I mean, that's a goddamn face mask. Everybody saw it. They saw the replays. Oh, no, we only can review if it's a fumble or not. No. Every aspect of the game has to be reviewed because it affects the goddamn game. This affected the game. It was a bullshit play. I mean, you know, hey, listen. He got away with it. And they got the ball back. And they ended up winning 11-point underdog, the Commanders. They get the win a month after Ron Rivera's mother dies. A week after, how about this? He just buried his mother, 82-year-old mother died, Troy Aikman. And, you know, uh, Buck, Joe Buck brought it up. And I was like, God damn. I mean, I, you know, he talked about his mom and, you know, said one day at 10 years old he was going to be on the on. Monday Night Football in some capacity, and look, he, he was on it as a player, and now he's on it as an announcer. And his mom got to see him, and he said she's up in the skybox. But yeah, I, I, it, this shit pisses me off. This shit really pisses me off. I mean, they got to call, they got to call penalties. If 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 they can review the the fumble, they got to be able to review the face mask. Also, there was there was a late late hit out of bounds by, you know, I, I want to make uh Late hit out of bounds by c j Gardner Johnson, where he wasn't because Curtis Samuel was still in bounds when he hit him and they called a fifteen yard penalty that was bullshit he ends up getting a six interception shortly after that, and then at the end of the game, where it looked like was he was he going down was he staying up Heineke, well brandon Brandon Graham a thirteen year vet who knows better you know knows what he can and cannot do he what what did he say he said that um he, he was trying to touch him down. They called it, and that ended the game. And I was like, come on, man, that's bullshit. And then in the last play, Devontae Smith, they got the ball. He threw a lateral that Washington picked up, so they won 32-21. Philly hadn't been behind any games this season at the half. They're 8-1. and one. They're still the best team in the NFC, and the best team in football, for that matter, because they beat the Vikes head-to-head. Head head. But now think about this. They're 8-1. and one. Giants are 7-2. and two. Cowboys are 6-3. and three, And now you have the 5 and 5 Commanders, yeah. i uh, Time possession: forty minutes for Washington, nineteen minutes for the Eagles. He threw a fifty-yard pass, Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter to quez Watkins, and what does Watkins do? Doesn't get touched, which he's supposed to. Gets back up and get, then gets the ball knocked out. I mean, they just had. They came in with three turnovers in the first eight game, which was tied for the fewest ever in NFL history, and then they get. Four turnovers total, three fumbles lost, an interception. His first interception for Jalen Hurts since Week Four. He'd been 11 straight wins in the regular season. That's over, eight game winning streak, and now yeah, the the, the Dolphins can take their champagne and celebrate. But you know, we knew that it it's just parity. There's just parity in the NFL. I mean, you know, everybody thought the Eagles weren't the best team. They gave up 152 yards on the ground on 49 carries. Brian Robinson had a great touchdown run, 86 tough yards gained. Yeah commanders were 12 for 21 on third down and on top of that they were they they had they had manageable 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 third downs where they had six third downs one yard to go and five with two to three yards to go i mean you're not gonna i mean 12 for 21 on third downs average distance on third down was 4.6 yards lowest of any eagles opponent this year they do miss the the defensive tackle rookie Jordan Davis out of Georgia, who's out for two more games, and they're going to go against Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones the next two weeks. So we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, first time trailing Heineke threw a two eleven and interception, but they're saying that you know he's the guy because listen to this stat: since two thousand eighteen, starting quarterbacks for the for the Commanders, Taylor Heineke's nine and nine. The other ten quarterbacks combined. Are nineteen wins, thirty-seven losses. That's a three thirty-nine winning percentage. And they're saying Carson Wentz should not be the guy behind center going forward. And I, I tend to agree with him. I agree. Robinson eighty-six had touchdown. Gibson had forty-four. Terry McLaurin had a one had an he's just awesome. Eight for a buck twenty-eight. He had a good day. Quez Watkins four for eighty. One was fifty yards. He he, but he had that fumble. And then AJ Brown, who they 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 think might have been hurt, one catch for seven yards on four targets that's not going to happen sanders ran for 54 as i said four turnovers and and D- dallas goder shoulder injury isn't season ending but he's going to miss extended time that's not good for them either i mean that's the, that's a, he's a go-to guy for them right now yeah jalen hurts is now two and one this year when trailing by two plus scores the rest of the nfl is 30 wins 103 losses and one tie yeah time of possession doubled from the commanders to the eagles Washington 11 pass interference penalties this year leads the NFL. As I said, yeah. So Washington starts 1 and 4, they're 4 and 1 since that the NFC East is crazy right now. Yeah, that roughing the passer on Brandon Graham is bullshit. I mean, you know, and 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 someone said this was 2 weeks ago where Aikman said that what do they put, they should put dresses on the quarterbacks because you can't touch them. And yeah, I I don't I don't disagree that, you know, I mean, that was a bullshit call. It wasn't like he was hitting, but he hit him because he was down. It, did, it wasn't a vicious hit but immediately went down and Heineke did though oh, get the flag and I can't stand that's not how I want to win a game I know they're competitive L, but that's not how I'd be like this is bullshit come on oh wow so it says that Rizzo's return to the Yankees two years 35 million dollars so he turned down the qualifying offer of 19.6 but he wanted years so he got more total money so Rizzo's coming back to the Yankees I talked to talk to him that they thought he might go to the Astros. That was going to be a guy they go after. But I guess he's coming back to the Yankees. We'll see what happens. Eagles, as I said, number one in the East. Washington was an 11-point underdog. One New Jersey better, one over 60K. Others lost out on six-figure paydays. Yeah, I mean, crazy, right? And Joey Sly, who, for Washington, Washington kicker, 58 yarder before halftime, and a 55 yarder of the second half. And Chase Young expected to play versus the Texans this week after a year after tearing his ACL and MCL. We'll see what happens. And you know the Jets big opportunity this weekend. They're playing the Pats. They're six and three. Pats are five and four. The it's the opportunity for, to take over the AFC AFC East is wide open. Have to take it. They have to win in New England. The Dolphins are 7-3. Bills and Jets are 6-3. Pats are 5-4. If season ended today, all three would be in the playoffs, which is pretty awesome. And if Jets win Sunday versus Pats, first place, owning head-to-head tiebreaker over Miami. Jets and Miami have three division games left. Bills and Pats have four because they haven't played each other yet, and they have to play each other twice down the stretch. Stretch. Pats, toughest remaining schedule. Opponents have a 594 winning percentage. Jets have the next toughest at 539, Bills and Dolphins opponents going forward are 500. But if the Jets lose and the Bills beat the Browns with, they're expecting two feet of snow, they'll be in last place in the AFC East, which is kind of, kind of suck. So win, and they could be in first place. I, it's more important at the end of the season, but got to keep winning. Got, it's, as Harris said, it is one game at a time, like the TV show, one day at a time, it's one game at a time. That's all you can worry about is the game ahead. You can't think too far ahead. So let's get that win. It's there. for the taking. Make it happen. Let's go. Get it done. Oh, and Mark Davis, Josh McDaniels, two and seven doesn't matter. Said he's doing a fantastic job. And he's Mark Davis said Rome wasn't built in a day. What the fuck is that? We well, are happy with him. This is a guy who is t- 13 and 24 in his last. 37 games you're telling me that he's doing a fantastic job you went from a playoff team to a team that's going to be drafting probably in the top five and you're happy with how things are going you think the Raiders fan base is happy with him are you kidding me you're going to keep this putz around for another couple years because you can't look you fire him now you look like a putz because you hired this guy and it's just going to show you that Josh McDaniels is Bill Belichick's you know offensive coordinator and he's not a head coach that's the way it is okay let's be honest there but yeah he's been given assurances he'll be back well, what if they lose? Their, what if they finish 2 and 15? I don't think that's going to happen, but we shall see going forward. Yeah, Kadarius Toney, he adjusted his gloves mid play to catch a ball Sunday in the win over the Jags. I was like, adjusting his gloves. Hey, you know what? They got to fit properly. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Cooper Cup, high ankle sprain? No. Mac Jones missed three weeks earlier this year. He's actually having surgery on his ankle on tomorrow. IR per McVay Out four games. Could be out more games. I can't believe he's going to get ankle surgery and be back in a month. That's ankle surgery. That's running. That's moving. Mobility. Cuts and everything. Not good for the 3-6 and six Rams right now. Rodgers admit he was frustrated by Lafleur's decision to play for OT. Yeah, you play to win. You don't play for OT. You play to win the game. I agree with Rodgers, man. You, you know what? Let's not get conservative here. Let's play to win. Bullshit. Zach Ertz, out. They're saying he's out for the season. He said he's going to get a second opinion, but they said it's an injury. He's done for the year. Players with 1,000-plus receiving yards this season. Tyree Hill, 81 catches, 1,148 yards, 4 TDs. That's in 10 games played. Justin Jefferson, 69 catches, 1,060 yards, 4 touchdowns. Waddle has 878, 51 catches, 6 touchdowns. Those two guys combined just uh, have over 2,000 yards receiving in, goddamn, in in 10 games and 10 touchdowns. And 132 receptions. That's a season, folks. Two guys. They're both gonna and, and Waddle one more and they didn't they didn't have they didn't have uh they didn't have they got the win, but they didn't have um the stats. They didn't have the stats this weekend, and a win's a win. Who gives a shit? You just want to win the game, right? You want to win the game. It doesn't matter about the stats. I mean, hey, I can catch three touchdown passes, if we lose the game. It doesn't matter. you want to win the game. I'll have one catch for seven yards, win the game. That's what I want. I want the W. Don't want the L. The L's always bad. W is the best thing in the world. Mahomes, listen to this. I love Mahomes, man. Twenty-four consecutive wins in November, December. That is clutch. Antonio Brown says he has alleged alleged correspondence from TB12, basically to say get his shit together in a tweet, saying you know he's uh, he's a fuck up and it's time to get his shit together. And uh, you know Brady Brady hasn't responded, but and I don't understand you know wh- why you'd post that if you know these are facts that you. Did fuck up your career. You took your shirt off and ran off the field because you weren't getting balls or weren't getting enough balls when they were trying to get you that bonus last year at MetLife, I mean, douchebag. Yeah, and just keep posting stuff. It just makes you look dumber and dumber. That's all I have to say on that front. Bruce Arians defends Byron Lefwich, says offensive struggles more about Brady's playing bad than Leftwich's coaching. Yeah, a lot of tough love for Brady. A lot of tough love. Arians, hey, man. Maybe, maybe he's just trying to light a fire under Brady's ass after they got the win over Seattle this week. But he's going to defend his left, which we'll see. what I mean, I, I don't think they're playing great ball. I, ju- I just think it's, you know, he doesn't have a running attack, and they're not really that good. Yeah. Shaq Leonard, he's been hurt all season. Successful back surgery is out for the year. Deshaun Watson can, can't can play until week 13 when they play December 4th at the Texans, but can practice this week. Yes. So exciting. So exciting that he's back playing football, you know. Uh, ridiculous, unbelievable. OBJ filed a twenty million dollar lawsuit against Nike, alleged alleging company didn't honor his endorsement contract. He was hurt, so, you know. I, you know, maybe you know. I think these things are hard to prove. He says he wants twenty million dollars. Good luck, buddy. I, I, good luck. That's all I got to say on that front. OBJ, OBJ, and it's a coin flip this day between the Giants and the Cowboys. And I really think he's not gonna. I, I, I don't want him. If I'm a Giant fan, we, you had him, you had a run. He's, he, he's a headache. I don't think it's a headache I'd want. Let him go to the Cowboys. They're not going to go any. Let him make the mistake and go to the Cowboys. Why he thinks going to the Cowboys, he's going to change things. I don't know. But pff, I wouldn't want him. Keenan Allen, Jason has to be excited. Hammy and Mike Williams' ankle will practice this week. Mark Andrews' shoulder has chance to play week 11. We'll see if that's going to be. I mean, that shoulder's a serious goddamn thing. Cards, Hollywood Brown, foot getting closer to return. Yeah, crazy. And, and this is kind of cool. So Blake Corum the Michigan running back and the Heisman hopeful. He watches Barry Sanders for inspiration and just, you know, I mean, that's, that's a guy you want to emulate. You watch him breaking tackles, being shifting, all that stuff. And Sanders is uh, following him closely too. And 60 year old Biff Poggy, Poggy Michigan associated coach is taking over for the Charlotte job. They fired Will Healy this year it was one in seven on four the conference USA. He's 62 years old. He, he, led Baltimore he's a Baltimore native he led his alma mater Gilman High School to 13 state titles in 19 years also had a job at St. Francis Academy where Blake Corum played for him and now Biff Poggi is going to be the Charlotte head coach for the 49ers in Conference USA good luck with that the Knicks had a player only meeting in Utah Monday night led by Julius Randle Obi Toppin said the 145 point massacre on disaster of a game on Sunday against OKC was ridiculous R.J. Barrett said sad. They're 3-6 and six in the last nine. All five road games they play Utah tonight will be will be underdogs in. I saw Golden State one last night. They're 24th in defensive rating. The Knicks, second to last, and made three-pointers allowed per game. 14 a game. Haven't, but the team has not lost confidence in Tibbs, but maybe management has. I don't think it's going to matter either way. Celtics never offered Grant Williams more than $50 million guaranteed over four years they're 11-3 they beat the bucks oh, no, I'm sorry they beat the they beat OKC last night 126-122 they're they're 11 and 3 they lead the bucks who are 10 and 3 bucks lost to Atlanta yesterday he's averaging Williams this year 9.5 rebounds 2 assists he's making 4.3 million this year after the season he becomes a restricted free agent they have a 6.2 million million qualifying offer for Williams he can get a get offer sheets and they can match any offer sheet they have the right to match. I don't know if they will. But last night, SGA, so Shea Gilgus, SGA. What's it? What's it? Shea Gilgus, Alexander. Yeah, what's SGA? You know, I I, I want to get that right because I was trying to, yeah. I just realized I text Hal with my jacket on. Yeah, Shea Gilgus, Alexander. Four of the last five games, 30-plus points. They're two and three of those games. Last night, 37 points, four rebounds, eight assists. Giddy had 16s, seven rebounds, four assists. Tatum had 27 points, 10 rebounds. Smart at 22. Jalen Brown at 26. Boston bench outscored OKC, 32 18. Derek White had six, 20, 16. And Peyton Pritchard out of Oregon had 10. So, pretty good about that. Yeah, crazy, right? SGA is playing great, but the team isn't that good. Maybe, maybe hey, listen. They got a young team. They got a young nucleus. We'll see what happens going forward. I don't know what's going to happen. Hawks beat the Bucks 121 106. DeAndre Hunter led the Hawks with 24. Giannis had 27. Young had 21 9 assists. And Murray had 19.8 rebounds, 5 assists. They're 9 and 5. The Bucs are 10 and 3. Listen to this eight players are averaging 30 plus points this season. Luka is leading the league at 34.8. The record is six back in 61. They have eight this year. Record is six said sixty-one years ago. Thirty-six players are averaging over twenty plus points per game. Ten years ago, nine. Thirty-six this year. Ten years ago, nine. And Celtics have a league-leading offense, which could be one of the could be the best ever. They're saying. And Desmond Bain, he he's out two to three. He's going to be reevaluated two to two to three because He has a grade two sprain of his right big toe. You can't do it. You have a big toe problem. bad, bad things are happening on that front. Him and John Moran are combined averaging fifty-three point four points per game that's the most by any backcourt this year and Bain is the only player this year averaging 20 points 45 percent from three and 90 percent from the free throw line that's going to hurt them and are they playing tonight is the Grizz playing tonight because I know the you know Grizz are not playing terrible I'm Grizz Grizz are having a pretty good season but that's what I was trying to see are the Grizz playing tonight you got Warriors Sunday that's Wednesday Knicks Jazz tonight. Knicks are six and seven. Jazz are ten and five. The Nets are at the Kings six and eight. Nets at six and six. Kings. Celtics at Hawks. Cavaliers at Bucks. Bulls at Pelicans. Penn State at Rutgers. Oh wow. And Georgia Tech plays North Carolina at five thirty on on Saturday. The Eagles at Colts. I'm sorry. Eagles are playing Colts this weekend. So I guess they're not expecting Chase Young back this week. All right. Wait, what's today's date? Yeah, this Sunday. Commanders. I'm. Yeah, yeah. Chasing on Commanders. Texas. I'm. I'm, I'm getting confused. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm blanking. I'm getting the wrong teams together. Yeah. Tonight we have Grizz. Grizz are nine and five to play at the Pelicans tonight. So that's one of the games tonight. I think we have college football tonight. I think we have NCAA football. I'm trying to see the games this week. So I was just looking up. There should be MAC action tonight. It's 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 yeah. Tonight Bowling Green at Toledo, which clinches spot in the MAC championship game, and Ohio versus Ball State tomorrow. Eastern Michigan at Kent State, Miami at Northern Illinois, and Western Michigan at Central Michigan. SMU at Tulane Thursday, Friday South Florida Tulsa, San Diego State in New Mexico. Pfft, all shitty games. And I text Hal hours ago, and he didn't respond. Oh, now he likes my picture. Yeah, so we so I wore Hal's uh, I wore Hal's jacket today, my Texas jacket. So a guy is on a bicycle, and he passes me, and he's really close, and we brush against each other. Well, he decides to turn around and come after me because I'm uh, I'm wearing a Texas jacket, and starts calling me a faggot, the N word, calls me a bitch. He says he's fifty seven, he kicked my ass. I said I'm fifty three. He kept calling me a faggot. I go, are you a faggot? He goes, no, you're a faggot. He called me everything. He says, you're God's looking down and sitting on you. He was crazy. I think he was a homeless guy. But on a bicycle, riding on the sidewalk. So, yeah, it, it was great. Yeah. So he asked me how it went, Hal. Uh, and I'm telling him that uh, I got an, almost got into a fight with a homeless person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he came back. He, he decided to come back and... And 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 confront me. And then said, but you know, I know my I know my rights. You have to punch me first. I'm like, yeah, okay. I said, well, you said you're going to kick my ass? Punch me in the face. He goes, no, no, you got to punch me first. Yeah, so I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah, That's a city, man. Fucking crazy people out there. Michigan would have a heart attack knowing that that happened today. But it happened, and this podcast, I don't hold anything back, right? That's not the way I roll. Now, Kenny Payne at Louisville, 0-2. Saturday, they lost to Wright State. They lost to... A, a, Bellarmine, Bellarmine, and then they lost to the right so they're zero and two maine was a 20 and a half point underdog and and number thrift 351 on ken palms that's a ranking of college basketball teams they beat bc on the road this was a team Maine team last year they went three and 23 against d1 teams b bc and maine are both two and one the second win by a sub 340 ken palm ranking team over a top 100 team Southeast Louisiana beat Wyoming on Sunday, 76-72. Both of those teams are 2-1. It's early in the season. But there's always going to be games like that where a team comes in, you know, they don't have the rankings, and bam, they get, you know, they get the upset. UConn women, they beat Texas, sorry, Hal, in women's basketball, the number five over number three, Texas. Ozzie Fudd at 32. Sonia Morris led Texas with 21. Texas is 1-1. One one, UConn's 2-0. And Indiana already Tennessee's already 1-2. They are number, they're going to drop in the rankings. I think they're number 11. They lost second loss of the week. Indiana is 3-0. Oh. They won 79-67 over Tennessee. And the top number one recruit in women's basketball, Juju Watkins, who grew up in Watts, 10 miles from USC. She's going to go play at USC. She was on the under-17 women's basketball team. She led Sierra Canyon. That's the same school as LeBron. Bronny goes to. And Dwayne Wade's kid goes to, I think, 25, 10 points, three assists, two steals, two blocks a game. Hey, she's go go, go close to home. They also got a couple, bunch of other good recruits. So, yeah, but I, I thank you, Hal, for that because I got to tell you what happened today with uh, my adventures, adventures of walking New York City where it's never a dull moment. Julio Rodriguez with a 6.2 war, ale rookie of the year, 21 years young, 28 home runs, 75 RBIs, 25 stolen bases, 284 batting average, 132 games. He won the American League. Michael Harris, who came up June 1st, they went 70 to 34 when Harris came up, both center fielders. He has a 5.3 war. The last time two center fielders with a 5-plus war, rookies, to have wars of 5-plus or more was 2012. Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, they've had very good careers. Bryce Harper just played in his first World Series. Mike Trout may never play in a World Series unless he goes to a different team. But but Michael Harris, 1901 64 RBIs, 297 batting average, 20 stolen bases, these two guys are very good ball players. And Ted Lasso, how about this? He wrote a motivational message for each member of a US men's national team going to Qatar for the World Cup on billboards in their hometowns. And someone said, "Oh, you know, he's doing it because he's trying to get the next the new season of Lasso's going to come out soon." Bullshit. That was just came from the heart, man. and, and to do billboards you know, in people's, in, in the players' hometowns, classy. I, I thought it was beautiful. Isles won yesterday over the Senators. They're 9 and 2 last, last 11, 11 and 6. Ottawa fell for 5 9 and 1. Mets are eyeing Verlander if they lose Bassett, Walker, and DeGrom. Hey, listen, he did not, he has not re upped with Houston. He's going to be 40 years old. Maybe he wants, he wants, he wants serious, serious shekels. We'll see what happens. Australia reportedly overturns ex- exclusion period for Novak Djokovic so he can play in the Aussie Open. Congrats. Don't get vaccinated. And, you know, hey, you know, he didn't die. He got it. Got sick. And, you know, that. whatever. Hey, right? Well, I, I feel like everybody's moving on from it. And, and now I feel like enough's happened. that You know, he lost money. He lost tournaments and all that stuff. What are you going to do? Keep him out of tournaments? He's playing outside, too. It's not like he's playing fucking inside. I know am I going being a hypocrite going back on my word. I just feel like it's an I, we've all had enough of it. We we don't want to talk about the word anymore. And Suny Lee will focus on Paris after the 2023 season for Auburn. They're going for the first NCAA title. They already have sold out season tickets every every match, every 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 gymnastics meet. I'm sorry, meet this coming season. They open January 7th and it, to be determined. And the first home match is Jan, meet is January 20th against Arkansas. So this is her last year collegiately, and then she wants to compete in Paris in 2024. And LA, former LA Dodger, Angels just signed. I, I just saw it, and I lost what I had. Angels just signed former Dodger, Tyler Anderson, to a three-year, $39 million contract. He turned down the qualifying offer from the Angels. The Angels will lose their second round pick while Dodgers get a pick in the fourth round. He's 32 and 15 and 5, 257 ERA, 30 appearances, including 28 starts. First half of the season he went ten and one with a two point nine six ERA. So didn't have it as great a second half, but hey, good. Angels need pitching. Angels need a lot of help if they're going to keep Otani and everybody around going forward. We'll see what happens. Yeah, tonight we have Kentucky and Michigan State at 7, 9, 30. We have Duke, John Shires, Duke at Kansas. And what's his name? Uh, the Kansas, Bill Self is not coaching for, he's suspended. And I said, Knicks are at Utah, Nets at Kings. And the 12 and 3 Devils are at the 8, 6, and 1 Canadian, 7 p.m. Devils going for their 10th straight win, which is, wow. That's 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 impressive. 10 straight wins, that is that's a lot of wins, wins, Lins, Lins, wins, my friends. Lins, wins. Uh, I'm too, I'm too, I'm jacked up today. I'm just, I'm just hyped. You know, people mess with me. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just joking. Whatever. Giants, 47 carries on Sunday, including a career high 35 by Barkley. The Giants are averaging 34.4 rushing attempts per game. Second only the Bears. The Giants run the ball on 53% of their snaps, basically 54%, which is fourth highest rate. Only five teams are above 50%. So they are running because that's what they have. They don't have a lot of weapons. And that's what we were talking about with Lon. I was like, Lon, you know, do you want him? Do you want OBJ? And he said, we need more weapons. That's what you need. You need more points. You need more weapons. And hey, if OBJ can help, I guess they're going to go after him. Listen, he wants to win another title. He won last year, and he was. He, he, had a great, he had a great second half of the season for the Rams. We'll see what happens. You know, Stafford, I didn't think, played that great. And now he's going to have Daniel Jones. Imagine Daniel Jones is a guy he can get the ball to. I don't know. He's missed a lot of time, though. Well, time will tell. And Jim Ursay, You know, all you critics, you criticize all of us in the NFL for losing. When we make moves to win, you act so righteous. Who you crapping? Just win, baby. Yeah, he's taking receipts after beating the two and seven Raiders. Yeah. I just feel like, dude, who you crapping? Just win, baby? Yeah, I just was like, whatever. So eight teams, Vegas. Detroit, Carolina, Indianapolis, San Francisco, Jets, Giants, and Kansas City put in waiver claims for former Chargers first-round pick Jerry Tillery, who was assigned to the Raiders. Oh, I see Emo Benjamin was cut by the – he was picked up by the cards. He was let go by – yeah, Emo Benjamin. I saw that. I saw Emo Benjamin was just picked up by someone. I saw that. They're saying, oh, that DeGrom could make history. Yeah, Khalil Herbert – on the Bears' IR out of these four games, that sucks. Yeah, Rory Rory McElroy rips. Greg Norman says, PJLIV golf feud needs an adult before organizations can work together. I guess we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I saw Emo Benjamin sign with. That's what I was looking for. He signed with. He got cut by someone this week. Emo, yeah. Eno Benjamin so they released him and the Texans claimed him off waivers. Yeah, so. Yeah, who started for them when James Conner was hurt this season that they're releasing him. And he was surprised to be released. I guess, yeah, what the, what the hell I mean? Drafted by the Cards in the seventh round at, a, at a Arizona State. Who knows why they make the decisions, folks? I don't. I don't. And I thought this was interesting. So. BC Lions quarterback Nathan Rourke led the CFL this season in passing rating. Set to, set to begin working out for NFL teams next week. 6'2, 210. Rourke is from Ontario, played collegiately at Ohio, had a record 79% completion percentage last season, and now his NFL visits lined up. Hey, if he can help, he can help. That's what I have to say. And Ertz, they lose a guy who was leading the team the cards and receptions 47, 30 yards, 406. He also caught a touchdown pass. They were replaced by rookie Trey McBride second rounder has caught 4 or 4 targets for 100 yards. Trey McBride, wasn't he the kid out of Colorado State who's yeah, I read this yeah. He was raised, he has two moms. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. I read a good story about him. Yeah. Caught 90 passes for 1121 yards and a touchdown at Colorado State in 2021. And they don't know what the Cardinals reason for releasing Benjamin may yeah, he's healthy should and he's already got picked up. So Keontae Ingram, 14 rushes for 28 yards, a rookie six-rounder at USC. He's going to serve as the primary backer from James Conner. Something that must have pissed him off. He's 23. Benjamin, 483 yards, 299 rushing, 185 receiving, two touchdowns, 5.1 yards per touch. I don't know what happened there. And the the, 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 the Packers, Amari Rogers, fumble against the Cowboys, fifth of the season. Didn't just cost them punt, punt return job. They, they released him one day after they were non-committal about his status as a returner. It was early in the third, a 14-14 game. They turned a touchdown. They were 28-14. They came back to win an overtime. Five fumbles, including four in punt returns, are the most by any non-quarterback in the NFL this season, according to ESPN Stats and Info. They said Keyshawn Nixon replaced Rodgers on punt returns against the Cowboys and could continue that role Thursday night against the Titans. So they traded a fourth-round pick to the Titans in order to move up seven spots to draft Rodgers last year in the third round. Only one player drafted higher in 2019 is no longer on the Packers roster, and that's 2019 third-round pick, Jace uh, Sternberger, number 75 overall, who is on... Yeah, I don't think he's on anybody. Oh, wait. Jace Sternberger. Yeah, I don't think he's playing anybody since. Yeah, so Amari Rodgers, that's what I was trying to see. That's crazy, right? So Amari Rogers played college ball at Clemson. Yeah, I remember him in college. He only caught four passes for 50 yards this year. He's only ca- caught eight passes for 95 yards in his career. And the fumbles, too much fumbles, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So he's gone. They also released running back Kylan Hill, a 2021 seven-round pick out of Mississippi State, who played, two ga- played two games this year following his return from a torn ACL last year. They said uh, Randall Cobb could be activated for injury reserve this week. And this was interesting. So Aaron Patrick is suing Broncos linebacker, a number of parties, including the NFL, Chargers, ESPN, and a Mac company for a series of decisions that he believes led to a torn ACL he suffered on October 17th, Law loss to the Chargers. TMZ obtained the lawsuit where there's unspecified damages that include loss bonuses and future earning potential for the 25-year-old. His momentum carried him off the field and into the sideline area where he was attempting to make a tackle on a punt return during the Monday Night Football game. In an effort to avoid an NFL official who was monitoring television timeouts, he stepped on mats that were cover, covering up an NFL instant replay monitor c- cords and cables. Stepping on the mats caused his knee to bend and the ACL tear that will keep him sideline for the rest of the season. Yeah, crazy. So he finished the game, which was a 1916 victory for the Chargers with one tackle. The Eastern Kentucky product appeared in 12 games for the Broncos last season, as well, five games this season before suffering the injury. They said player safety at SoFi has been a concern at times this season. Pete Carroll and L.A. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup, among those who raised issues about the artificial turf playing surface, and the comments came after D.K. Metcalf from the Seahawks and Chargers cornerback J.C. Jackson, each suffered patellar injuries on non-contact plays during a game at the stadium. And I remember this, so Reggie Bush, won a $12.5 million lawsuit in a slip-and-fall accident lawsuit when he was returning a punt for the Niners at the Edward Jones Dome in St. Louis. He tore the lateral meniscus in his left knee and didn't play again for the remainder of the season. And he signed with the Bills the following year, secured a lower salary, and didn't play. He signed, filed a premises liability or slip-and-fall accident lawsuit against the St. Louis CVC and the St. Louis Rams who own and maintain the stadium where he fell. I remember that. I remember when he fell and he, you know, he, I don't think he ever played again after that. Yeah. Uh, he will not receive the full value. They said 50% of that went to the state torts victims compensation fund. But, hey, he's doing all right now. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, he'd listen, to, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I can't believe they have turf. I mean, every time I see a turf field, that was so, but they were slipping last night at the eagles but i think I, I i love the grass i do the turf harris talks about all the time turf sucks it really does it's turf is just freaking terrible it's it's terrible it's a bad thing they shouldn't have goddamn turf and the saints dalton two of his seven starts and is taking over winston in week four 223 yards passing 1.6 touchdown pass and interception per game they scored 23 combined points over the last two weeks but well, with Winston, he had 1-2, two, 286, 286 yards passing, a touchdown and almost two interceptions a game. I guess we'll see what happens. There are already calls for the Saints to fire Allen, who's guiding the team to a disappointing 3-7 and seven season. And Dr. David Chow, pro football doc, thinks Michael Thomas's toe injury could be career-ending. Chef would not like that, no. And Baker Mayfield, I said, starting. Well, you know, he played all right in the second half when they were getting blown out 35 nothing by the Bengals but before that start he was he was one of the, he was arguably the worst starting quarterback in the league 55% completion rate 192 yards per game one touchdown and one interception a game and he got Sam Darnold backing him up and 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 the Panthers Dante Jackson the cornerback tore his Achilles and he's out for the rest of the season so the season ended today Eagles Vikings Seahawks Bucks Giants Cowboys and Niners would all be in the playoffs and this is bullshit so the eagles are eight and one that's okay and the, and the vikings are eight and one but you tell me the bucks at five and five because they win the division at five and five have a higher seed than the giants it should be one to eight or yeah, one to seven and it should be best records on down that's what it should be not this freaking oh i the division five and five bullshit best records get better get the better better seed i hate this shit chiefs would be number one in the in the afc followed by the dolphins titans ravens then jets bills and patriots and I, t- I called Lanker today. USFL is getting back the Memphis showboats with a new logo. They're going to play at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, home of the 1980s team that had Reggie White. They'll kick off Sunday, April 16, 2023. You can make a ticket deposit at Ticketmaster for $25. How about that? Bluff City. And I don't know why it's called Bluff City. Why is it called Bluff City? That's a good question. Bluff City. Bluff City. Yeah, I'm like, why? Bluff? Bluff City. Yeah, why is it called Bluff City? Is Bluff City a good place? Yeah. I guess there really is a place called Bluff City, Tennessee. All right. Okay. So I thought that was a I just thought it was a nickname. That's what it's called. And then I see so USC, you know, so I so I looked up some college football stuff. They're 9 and one seven one, and Keyshawn was trying to compare them to the the, the SEC teams. No, you, come on. You're not a very good team. They are 9-1 for the first time since Pete Carroll's Ro- Rose Bowl team in 2008. They play at UCLA this weekend. Travis Dye, who, uh, you know, the, the, the transfer. Where, where did Travis, I think he trip from Oregon? I think they suffered a season-ending knee injury. They said uh, they think he's going to, yeah, the Oregon transfer. They think he finished his career 10th on the pac twelves all-time list from from a yard from uh, all time list, 12th, top 10 scrimmage, all time yards from scrimmage, 5,66 yards, but he's out. And that was a guy who caught balls out of the backfield and everything. That's going to be hard to replace. Kansas State is zeroing in on a spot in Arlington opposite TCU. They blew out Baylor 31 3. That's who TCU plays this weekend at T- at Baylor. Adrian Martinez got hurt again by backup Will Howard, who. Scorch, Oklahoma State, 48 nothing two weeks ago through three touchdowns. While TCU made its first Big 12 title game upon its restoration in 2017, K-State hasn't played a one since 2003 when Eli Robertson and Darren Sproles famously led Bill Snyder to his lone outright Big 12 championship with a 35-7 round of number one Oklahoma. And Bama has played five games decided by six points or less. Saban has had two regular seasons, 2016-2018, where there hasn't even been one crazy and west virginia and battle coach neil brown needed a big win four and six two and five of the big 12 well they beat oklahoma 23 20 on a walk-off field goal brown's 13 and 20 in the big 12 in four seasons he still needs to win two more to make a bowl game and you know the thing is if they do let him go he's a 20 million dollar buyout to fire him next month which would not be good and Brent Venable's 5-5 five and five team has now assured its first Big 12 losing record since 1998, 1998. And the Sooners' last two games, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech, are not gimme's. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy, right? To think, I, I just was like, how the mighty have fallen. Wow, well, crazy, right? So Kyrie's still suspended. That's why just something popped up. Big 10 West is a shit show. Purdue and Illinois, it's second consecutive defeat. Everyone has at least three conference losses, and two of the four teams tied for f- f- tied for first are 6-4. and four. One of those is Iowa, which is 6-4, and 4-3 four, four and three in the Big Ten, managed to beat Wisconsin 24-10 despite 150, 40, 146 yards of total offense. We talked about them already. And the Hawkeyes have a tough one against Minnesota, who's 7-3, 4-3 in the West. But the possibility of the dump and Iowa stage of a rematch of the Buckeyes' 54-10 route of, on October 22nd is just bad, real bad. And Gus Malzahn has a clear path to become the fourth consecutive UCF coach to take the Knights to a BCS college football playoff bowl. They uh, beat Tulane, uh, thir- 336 yards by quarterback John Reese Plumley, including 176 on the ground in the 38-31 win there. Now it's a three-way tie atop the AAC, but UCF has already beaten Tulane and Cincinnati. And then on November 25th, the Bearcats Green Wave are playing for a, to get to the AAC championship game rematch. And that'd be, wouldn't that be interesting? Tulane gets back and then beats UCF, which I'd like to have. And Vatek, Brent Pry 2-8. and eight. They lost 24-7 to Duke. They've lost seven in a row for the first time since 1951. Yeah crazy justin fuente slipped under his but they never had a program that finished one that he finished even one game under 500 but hey frank beamer's first season won two games in 1987 so maybe that'll lead to something we'll see what happens yeah nba power rankings you have the celtics bucks nuggets jazz Suns, Cavs at six Wow, it's amazing the 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 sixers seven seven are ninth and the mavs 10 and the Rockets are the worst team in the power rankings. And the Knicks, the Nets are 17, and the Knicks are 22nd. Celtics won their seven straight last night. The Heat held off the Suns 113, 112. Jimmy Butler's block shot on Devin Booker. Bam, out of bio at 30 points, 10 rebounds, third straight victory. And Toronto's backup point guard, Delano Banton, exploded for career at 27 to lead the Raptors over the Pistons. Toronto stopped the two-game skid. All right, that's good, right? Hey, you know, that's all, all you can do is beat the teams ahead, beat the teams in front of you. So the Heat are now 7-7. Seven and seven. There's a lot of shitty teams. Think about this. So the best two teams, the best team in the West is the well, by wins is the Jazz ten and five, but the by uh, Blazers and Nuggets are nine and four, and the Celtics are eleven and three, Bucks are ten and three, Hawks are nine and five. Everybody in the in the East has from three down has at least five losses. So there's a lot of parity, and I don't know if that's the best. Cowboys Packers is the season's most watched game. It wasn't a good game, dude. It's not a good game. It was okay. And how about Yas? Yeah. Oh, I, I love this. I saw this. You know, former kid, guy from Cuba, Yas, Yasil Puig, agreed to plead guilty to a felony charge for lying to federal agents about bets on sporting events that he placed with an illegal gambling operation. He's pleaded guilty to one count of making false statements. He's agreed to pay a fine of at least 55000 So back on, according to his plea grant filed on August 29th, he played for the Dodgers, Reds, and Cleveland through his seven-year career. He began placing bets on sporting events in May 2019 through a third party who worked for an illegal gambling operation run by Wayne Nix, a former minor league baseball player. By June 2019, Puig was down $283,000 to Nix's gambling business. After paying off $200,000 of his losses and regaining access to Nix's controlled betting websites, Puig placed 899 additional bets on tennis, football, and basketball games from July through September 2019. The DOG release did not reference any bets that were made on baseball. He played for Cincy and Cleveland in 2019 before becoming a free agent. He then played in the Mexican League, and last year he signed a one-year, one-million-dollar contract with South Korea's Kiwoom Heroes. In his plea agreement, Puig acknowledged lying to those federal agents who were looking into the business, denying he had placed bets through the operation. I don't know how you. I don't know who advised him to do that. They announced Monday that another former MLB player, Eric Christian. Hilgis, 49, of of Los Angeles, has agreed to plead guilty to two counts of subscribing to false tax returns. They said he was an agent for Nix's operation. Hilgis was drafted by the Mets in 91, but made his major league debut in 99 with the Tigers, played with Athletics in 2001-2002, 124 innings in four seasons, eight and three with a 4.72 career ERA. Hilgis could face up to six years in federal prison. Wow. Crazy, right? I read that I was like, holy shit, man that is nuts that is when I saw that I was like wow craziness yeah oh yeah OBJ says he lost millions in his uh, lawsuit alright well dude I don't know what to tell you you also were out and hurt the whole time so I don't know what you expect out of all that but good luck alright let me get to some trivia questions I'm glad that, uh, that that Rizzo signed with the Yankees I guess he turned down the qualifying offer so maybe that'll bring Judge back too there's a third-year club option and a six million dollar buyout, giving Rizzo a total of forty million guarantee. That's all he wanted. He's thirty-three. He opt, He would have made sixteen million, so he's got he got a raise. He, he wanted more money. Two twenty-four, eight seventeen OPS, thirty-two home runs, and seventy-five RBIs. Postseason, two seventy-six home 200 runs, eight RBIs, at a nine eighty-four OPS, and he's a great, great fielder. Four-time Gold Glove winner. Yeah, he, he he's great in the field. I, I I I like that. I like that. And he's a, you know, I, I think he might get judged to come back. We'll see what happens. All right. Did I miss anything else? Yeah, I don't know. Did did someone? Yeah, I was busting on Rhonda today. My crazy Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's get to some trivia questions. All right. Last show's trivia question was, most receiving yards in a single game in Vikings franchise history. And I said, it was not Randy Moss. Anthony Carter had 227 yards in the 1988, in the 1987, I guess I would call it the 87 season, 88, 1988, 87 playoffs which was a strike year, if I'm correct. Yes. He had 227 in... Yeah. 227 against San Francisco in an upset. They upset the 13-2 and two Niners, 36-24. So he set an NFL playoff record since surpassed with 143 re- return yards in a wild card win over New Orleans. Caught 10 passes for a then-NFL playoff record, 227 yards, along with one carry for 30 yards and two-point returns for 21 yards in their win over the Niners. And his 642 all-purpose yards he gained in the 87 playoffs remain a single postseason record. The, then the Vikings lost 17-10 to the eventual Super Bowl champ um, Redskins. Yeah, oh, the, wait, so 87. No, wait, 87. The 19, wait, so that was 1988. Yeah, 1988. Eighty-seven Redskins, didn't they? Was that was that was that Williams? Eleven and four. Yeah, it was shut. They went eleven and four. They yeah, that was Doug Williams forty to ten. I thought that's what it was. So that was the short in eighty-seven season, and they won the Super Bowl that year. The strike. They always won strike years. Doug Williams ever down ten nothing. They went. They scored thirty-five points, I think, in the second quarter. Doug Williams MVP. Yeah, that's some stupid question. What's it feel like to be the first black quarterback? He goes, I don't know. I don't, he just asked some stupid question. I still remember that. I was in college. I watched that game when I was at American University. Okay, today's trivia question is, what did Devontae Smith do during Monday Night Football game last night that had never happened before? Devontae Smith said, uh, did something no NFL player has ever done, and he did it last night. All right? Anybody knows it? That's today's trivia question. Send my love to my parents, Mrs. S. Michigan is in Aruba. I'm home alone in New York City. That's fine with me. I'm good with that. And uh, yeah, Dallas Gordert, bullshit call. You got to do better. I think they, they got to review everything. Giants, Jets, big games this weekend. We got basketball tonight. We got college basketball, Duke, Kansas. We got Nets, Knicks. You, Net, Knicks are going to get blown out tonight. I'm, I'm glad they had a player-only on, only meeting. But Tibbs, if they play badly on this road trip, he could be gone. Devils going for the 10th straight win. Islanders, nine of that last 11. Rangers aren't playing for a couple days. And everybody have a great day. Peace out, and I will talk to you soon. Adios, all right?